Hey, <laughs> so this podcast is basically my online journal. I decided I wanted to start one and I walk a lot and I talk a lot. So why not mix the two of them together? I hope you enjoy. Welcome back to my podcast, to Thinking Walker. Um, this is my second episode. I gotta say, releasing the first one felt really good. Um, it's not like a lot of people are listening to it, but um, it just felt really good, you know, doing something just because I wanted to do it. Um, so yeah, this is episode number two. <laughs> well, I was thinking about... Uh, about this episode and thinking, well, what am I gonna say, right? Because it's not like, I don't really have much to say. I don't really have a lot going on in my life right now, you know, with COVID and just, you know, like it's not like I can just go everywhere and um, have lots of adventures or anything. And, you know, I didn't lie to you. My life is pretty boring. <laughs> so I was like struggling to find something to talk about, but then, um, I just realized, well, it's not like, not like it matters, right? Like at the end of the day, I said that I wanted to do it, did it to develop, <laughs> I can't even talk. I said I wanted to do this because I wanted like an outlet for my thoughts. So I'm staying true to what I said. And that's what I'm talking about today. I am just saying my thoughts out loud. And I can only hope that you enjoy listening to them and you can maybe relate. You can maybe, I don't know, send me a message and tell me what you think. And if you think I'm crazy or, or whatever it is is on your mind while you listen to this. <laughs> so yeah, here we go. So I guess the first thing that I want to talk about is uncertainty. I know that these are uncertain times for everyone, for every single person all around the world, but um, there's a lot of uncertainty for me in my personal life right now. Uncertainty because I don't know what's coming my way. Well, none of us do really, but we always, or like at least me, I always sort of have an idea of what I want to happen in my life. You know, it's not, I'm not like super OCD about it and I don't like write things down and and like expect things to go a certain way but I do I do have like a sort of wishful thinking to me and like I, I do wish for things to happen a certain way and hope I have a lot of hope I have a lot of hope that things will work out in my favor and um you know like I have an idea of how I want things to go I guess most people have that same way of thinking, I guess. <laughs> um, but um, but no, but right now, I don't have that. I don't know what I want. I don't know what I need. I'm not, I don't have any expectations about what's coming my way, I guess. And I've never felt like this before. This is very new to me. And I admire <laughs> everyone. And I admire the people that aren't like me. I admire the people that just truly, truly live in the moment, you know? Because I do say, oh, yeah, I live in the moment. I, I live in the present. I, uh, 
I'm not, you know, obsessing about my future or whatever, but the older I get and the, the more aware I am of who I am and uh, the more that I get to know myself, um, I'm learning that I am more type A than I thought. I am a little bit more <laughs> um, methodical and I do like to, you know, to think in steps. I, I like to think that if I do... If I make this decision, then this is going to lead to this and this to that and that to the other thing. So I always sort of have a plan, right? Like a like a plan in my head of how I want things to go. It's always in the back of my mind. But right now, I don't have that for myself. And I don't mean I don't have a plan. I don't know what to do. I'm just letting things happen to me. Not necessarily. Because I do have goals. I do have an idea of where I want to be in, say, like the next year. But um, I guess I'm talking about my personal life, my relationships, my um, things like that, right? Like my very personal emotional stuff. I don't have a plan for that. And it's really weird. I've been single for, what is it, a year now? It doesn't seem like that long for some people. But for me, it is because I was in a relationship for two and a half years. Uh, And then, well, yeah, we broke up last year. And it's been a rough year in general. I mean, of course, there's like a pandemic in between. But uh, other than that, it's been like a rough year for me emotionally. And at first, I was like, okay, I'm going to get over this in like a few months. And then I'm going to like focus on me for another six. And then I'm going to be ready to like maybe like, you know, like not not really get into a serious relationship, but like dating by like month eight. (laughs) You know, that was like my idea in my head. But little did I know, the world wasn't in my favor. Like, I, it's been a year, and I'm st- I, I still don't know. I'm not sure if I'm there yet. You know what I mean? Um, I'm definitely over him. It's not that. It's more, I feel like I still need to process things. Not nothing. Sorry, I think that's, that's not right for me to say. Um, how do I say this? I think I still need to develop a relationship with myself a little bit more before I get into something with someone else. Does that make sense? Well, that's where my head's at right now. And uh, I think it's crazy. I think it's crazy because things are definitely not going according to plan. And it's not in a bad way. I love it, actually. Like, I feel so excited for this uncertainty that's surrounding me right now. Like, I feel like I'm surrounded not by fear of uncertainty, but by, by like um, an excitement for the opportunities that come with uncertainty, right? Because I'm not attached to anything right now, at least not emotionally. So I'm not attached to anything that can stop me from doing what I want. And it's not in a way that like, oh, I'm going to uh, hook up with whoever and like whore around, which is not a bad thing. Like, I wish I could have done that, but like COVID. Uh, no, I'm not saying that. No, I don't mean that kind of freedom. I feel a different kind of freedom. I feel a freedom to to really, really focus on myself. It's kind of forced, so it's not that much of a freedom because, you know, I can't, I have to. Like, the only thing that I can focus on right now is me. But um, there's a certain freedom within that that I really appreciate, that I love, and that I cherish. And I'm excited to see where it gets me, you know? So yeah, I guess that's it on uncertainty.
on the uncertainty that I have right now in my personal life. I don't know if that was like detailed enough if you guys got it, but you know, that's what's in my head. <laughs> Speaking of uncertainty, I wanted to talk about plans. Planning. <laughs> Seems so scary to some people and so natural to others. I guess I'm in between. I love Like I said, like I love having a plan for everything in my head, but I've always said I don't. Like I always tell people, oh, I hate planning. Like I'm just do it, right? Don't think about it too much. Just do it. But if I, like I said, like the more I get to know myself, I'm starting to notice that I love planning. <laughs> like it's my favorite thing to do. Uh, and now I do it all day, every day. Like first thing I do in the morning, to-do list. Um, first thing, like last thing I do during the day, like before I go to bed, to-do list. It's like, uh, it seems so natural to me now because I'm not suppressing that, right? I used to. I used to be so like, stop planning things like you shouldn't because things are come like are going to come your way either way. So why plan for it, right? But I guess that was the part of me that was afraid of planning because I think what freaks me out about planning is that you need to have something to write down right and some of the things that are in my head I don't, this might just be me but some of the things that are in my head that I want to do are not tangible enough for me to write down and that's what freaks me out about planning when people say oh I had a I have a five-year plan I have a master plan of like how I want my life to go I was always so afraid of doing that like a part of me was like oh that'd be cool right like you know having having a certain goal I guess um, what scared me about that, what still kind of scares me about that, is that I have no idea, like not a drop of an idea of where I want to go, of what I want to do, of where I want to be. And I know a lot of people say that, but you know how we all think that it's different when it comes to us? So yeah, so that that's how I feel or how I felt most of the time. But um I've realized that once you get over that fear of not knowing and you just say, hey, you don't need to know everything, you know, down to like, you don't need to know every little detail of your plan. You just need to know, like, uh, you just need to have like an idea. When Once I realized that, I've been much less afraid of planning my future. And um, I don't know where I saw this or heard this, I don't remember. But someone said how you are, like if once you start thinking about your future as a strategy and not as goals, then it works out better for you because it's easier for you to achieve. Because it seems like someone, which in this case is yourself, is telling you what to do, right? Someone's like walking you through the process of getting to where you want to be. That seemed really interesting to me. Because that's what I, I, I didn't really, I hadn't really thought about it this way, but that's what I love about planning. It's not that like, oh, like I suddenly just have a list and that makes things better. Like why? You already know what you have to do or what you want to do. Sure. But when it's in your head, it can be so overwhelming because you can't visually see, well, at least I can't. <laughs> I can't visual, visually see my thoughts, right? So I'm like, I fe it feels like so many things in my head that make it impossible for me to start doing them. 
right? Like, it seems like so much. How can I ever do this? It's just me. It's just one person. How am I ever going to be able to, right? But once I write them down, I have to let go of that idea that I, that if it's written down, you know, it's set in stone because it's not like it's literally just a piece of paper giving you a guiding it giving you a guide like guiding you on what step to take next so once I started looking at it like that it made it so much better because now I can just like understand what my head is thinking understand what my my goal is make it a plan and if it, if things don't go according to plan so what that just means that instead of a thing happening b thing happened and it's still your life and it's not things happening to you it's things happening in general right i guess i don't always agree with myself and there are days where i like oh like bullshit right like You're just telling yourself this to make yourself feel better. And sure, that might be true. Like, I, I don't know. That might be true. But it makes me feel better and it motivates me to to do things that I do every day, right? Like, it motivates me to get up in the morning. It motivates me to, you know, make my coffee and take that shower and put on that shirt. And, you know, it seems like so, it seems like so random, so trivial, but but it matters. I don't know why it matters so much. And plans change and it's so scary. But now I guess I'm less afraid and more excited, right? I see it more like a game now. I don't know if that's a proper way to phrase that, but um I do. I, it is kind of a game. Like I'm just it's like playing a game of life, right? Like I can see my life unfolding into this crazy story that I didn't know what's gonna happen if you ask me I'm from El Salvador and I don't know if I've told you this before and I live in Canada and if you asked me like five years ago like where do you see yourself in five years I never would have said oh I'm gonna be living in Langley BC I'm gonna be broke as shit single and with no real plans for the future <laughs> like that would have never been my answer right like we all have this ideal way we want things to go and it never goes according to plan but I guess what I'm saying is it's fun to go back and look at my expectations from before and then seeing where I'm actually at and being like you know what like my plan things might not have gone according to plan but still they're going great and I feel amazing and of course life isn't perfect and life is mega hard like it's so hard and exhausting and and everything in between but at the same time this is my life you know like it's the life I get and there's something gratifying to that there's something that makes me feel so grateful for the life that I'm living and for the hardships in it I'm so grateful for everything hard that happens to me because that just gives me a different perspective and it brings me down to my feet and like down to earth and you're like you know what I'm so thankful for everything that doesn't go the wrong way or for everything that does and made me realize where I'm at and who I am and my path in life right because until now I have no idea of what's going to happen to me see like if, if you ask me where are you going to be in five years where do you see yourself in five years I literally have no idea like no clue like I don't know 
I might be dead then. <laughs> like, I have no idea. But, uh, but I don't care, right? Like, for example, today on my to-do list, <laughs> I have to write down a one-year plan. I was supposed to make it five years, but that's too much for me, too overwhelming. So I'm just going to do a one-year plan of where I want things to go, where I want to be, things that I want to get done. And I bet you that if I, if I have five items on my list, only one is going to be checked off in a year. I bet you. I bet you money on that. But I don't care. That's not stopping me from making that list because at least that tells me, hey, there's a part of you that cares enough to make that list. There's a part of you that cares enough about your future that you actually want to take a, a proactive step into making things happen in your life, right? And that says a lot about how much I've grown because I know that I wouldn't have felt the same way a few years ago. And it might seem to some people like it's the, the smallest, stupidest thing in the world. But for me, that's progress because of where I started. I'm a big fan of Dax Shepard's podcast, Armchair Expert. You should check it out if you haven't. But um, I'm a big fan of his show. And he said something about you can only compare yourself to past versions of you. You can't compare yourself to others. And I think that's so inspiring because it's something that seems a little like it seems. Yeah, of course, like, of course, you're going to only compare yourself. But no, it's actually so smart to put that into words because I feel like we always look at our neighbor. We are we always look at look at like our cousin or sister or friend and we always assume that they're better than us, that they have life figured out when in reality, no one does. We're all going through the same uncertainty. We're all going through the same hardships, just in different levels and, right, just personalized hardships. <laughs> um, there's something so interesting about that phrase because it, it brings me joy to know that I've grown so much if I look at myself from the past. If I, look, if I look at my insecurities, it's not that I'm not insecure right now. Oh, 100% I am. But um, insecure in different ways. And I care about different things. And I have different goals, different priorities. And I think that says a lot about personal growth. And I'm so proud of where I am right now, not because I'm in this perfect place and I have it all figured out. Not at all. But at least I know that that doesn't mean that the world is going to end. That doesn't mean that my future, that I have nowhere to go in my future, right? It just means that right now, as of today, 2020, October, whatever date today is, <laughs> as of today, I don't have life figured out. But that doesn't tell me anything about what's going to happen tomorrow, right? Because I can, I can create in my head two different scenarios, the best one and the worst one. And it might not be either of them. It might be something in between, which it probably will. And it's just exciting. It's just something so exciting about that. There's something so exciting about that. There's something that's like, okay, you don't know what's going to happen, but you're kind of playing with your future. You, you create this idea in your head, your plan, and then it doesn't go that way. But it's fun to see where you thought life was going to lead you. And then you kind of laugh at yourself and you're like, oh, you had no idea what was coming your way, right? There's something like, 
There's something comforting about that, I think, which I think is pretty interesting. I guess with that, I got to talk about, I didn't really have this written down, but this just got me thinking something so vital when walking through life, something so vital when when taking these decisions and making these plans is the people that surround you. Because what I was saying about I have nothing that's keeping me from pursuing the opportunities that come my way, I guess that's, that makes me sound lonely, but I'm not. I'm not lonely, I'm just alone. And I think there's like a big difference between both because I don't feel lonely. I feel, I know that I'm alone in the sense that I'm, it's just me, right? But I have friends, I have family, I have people that love me, people that care for me. And there was a point in my life, for like, for example, like right after my breakup, at that point in my life, I was just so sad about, I was grieving, that's the word, I was grieving the loss of someone that I loved so much. Because at the end of the day, that's what happened, right? Like, it's not, he didn't die, but I did lose him forever. Like, I'm not going to have, I'm not going to share my life with him anymore. I'm not going to share those moments. I can't, I will never text him again. I'll never, you know, like all these things. It's like losing someone. So I guess during my grieving period, when we broke up, there was a part of me that felt lonely. I felt lonely and I was alone. And my family, I don't have my family here with me. And then the pandemic hit and it was just so much. It was just so much that made me feel like I was, like I felt so lonely, the loneliest I felt. And I, I learned that I wasn't lonely. I was just alone. And there's nothing wrong with that. And after a few months, I started to understand that this is like the best gift the world could have given me. I, this is the first time in my life where I've gone through something hard and I didn't have my family with me by my side or I didn't have the opportunity to go back home and be with them. This is the first time that something so hard has happened to me and I, I've had to deal with it by myself just on my own. And I guess that can, that can sound sad, but it wasn't at all. Like it made me so strong and so, well, I don't want to say that I'm the strongest person in the world, but it did give me strength, strength that I didn't have before. It gave me a different kind of strength and it made me realize how lucky I am that I didn't break down under that pressure, right? It didn't shatter me. It didn't break me. It just made me stronger. And I know it sounds like a lot of bullshit, but but it's my truth, right? Like, it's true. It's what I felt. It's how I feel. And it's what I can see. So so I'm super grateful for things like that that happen. And, uh, and I'm so grateful for my friends and my family that no matter what, they always showed me that they were there, that I was not, that I had no reason to feel lonely because I have their support. I'm physically alone, but that doesn't mean that there's no one that cares for me. A lot of people care for me and all, all of them matter. My friends matter, their support matter. And it's so important for us to sit down and appreciate that. And a lot of, even 
it's it might sound silly, but even like material things made me feel less lonely. Like for example, making my coffee in the morning. That makes me so happy. And just seeing the coffee, like ugh, the crema on the coffee, seeing that foamy goodness. Oh my god, that makes me so happy. Smelling coffee in the morning. Take the first sip. It made me feel so cared for. I don't know why. I can't explain why. It might sound super dumb, but I love it. It brings me so much joy. Cooking makes me happy. I don't know why, but it makes me so happy. There's something so comforting about putting your effort into something like cooking, like say like a freaking pie. I don't know, like you're cooking a pie and you're putting so much effort into it. And then it turns out amazing and so sweet and so yummy. And there's just something so good about that. Or wiping the counters. <laughs> I sound so lame right now. <laughs> but yo, I've been I've been at home for months, so <laughs> there's not a lot of adventurous things that make me feel less lonely. <laughs> But I guess what I'm saying is like just finding joys in life, like little joys in life. That's that's really priceless. And um it's of course it's going to be different for everyone, but um I guess once you find whatever it is that brings you that joy, that brings you that happiness or that sense that like that that sense of normality, right? I think that's what I'm getting at at the end of the day, like things that make life seem mundane and normal make life worth it at the end of the day because those are the things that are always constant right no there's something about that that is comforting like just knowing that you're always going to be able to make that cup of coffee in the morning you're always going to be able to you know check that recipe and just make it and like you know that it's going to make you feel better or just little pleasures in life like that they bring me so much joy and i'm so grateful for them i'm so grateful to everything that's constant in my life the relationships that i have in my life my friends my family they're so important because i know that if i take care of those relationships that i have with them they'll always be there they'll remain constant and that's why i try to put so much effort into things like that because they matter and they mean mental health for me My friends are my support system. My family is my support system. I could never go without my family. And it's so important for me to let them know that and be their support system as well. So that if I'm ever in need of advice, if I'm ever in need of of a hug or for someone to tell me that things are going to be okay, I'm always going to have them with me. I want them to stay constant, which is why I make the effort I put in the effort so that they do. Right? So on that note, I guess to my friends that are listening, to my family that might listen one day. I still haven't told them I'm doing this cuz you know. Um I love you. Okay? I love you so much and I'm so grateful for you. And I will do everything I can to always keep you as a constant in my life because you are extremely important for me. But yeah, I guess that's what I wanted to talk about today. I'm sorry if this got a little bit too personal or weird, but like I said, this is just my my journal, my log. So that that's what was in my head. I guess it's because lately um I've been making pretty big decisions and I've needed to 
sit down and go back to what are, what matters to me, right? I've, I've needed to to take a moment to appreciate what what has allowed me to get to where I am and all that I just talked about is part of it's part of what's done that it's part of what's helped me through the process of adjusting to to this new life right and and it's what's made me made me brave enough to keep going and to keep making decisions that seem hard but but it makes them seem less hard or less you know less daunting so that's why I wanted to talk about those things today I um I hope you enjoyed if you did let me know I have an Instagram right now I just made it last week you can go follow me there the handle is at thinking walker just just the name of the podcast so you can go follow me there you can go drop a comment leave a like let me know let me know what you think let me know what your thoughts are on on everything that I talked about today on uncertainty on friends on family on plans <laughs> let me know what you think let me know how you feel am I the only one that's like super obsessed about like <laughs> like planning and very OCD about those things well I'm not really that OCD but I know other people that are but but you know am I the only one that's too concerned about about her future <laughs> or are people normal and just don't worry about those things and live life live in the moment and carpe diem and stuff <laughs> yeah so yeah let me know I hope you enjoyed and I'll catch you on the next one.